0: Thanks for joining us on Joy Church podcasts. Our Sunday services are held at 1030 a.m. at 4120 Highway 50A in Fernley, Nevada. To stay up to date with what's going on at Joy Church, check out our website at www.joychurch.life. The following message is presented by our senior leader, John Poundstone. Most of you know I grew up in Montana. And um. One of the things you really got to watch out for in Montana is just like you got to watch out for here. You know when those uh, lake wind advisories come out and you're out there on Hap Hawkins Reservoir in Montana or Lake Lahontan or Lake Tahoe or, for goodness sake, Pyramid Lake, you know how those storms can just come in from nowhere? And if you're if you're sitting wrong or too far out or you're not prepared, I served for years and years and years in Wilderness Search and Rescue and other things. And more than once, we had to go to Clark Canyon Dam, Hapawkins Lake, to do a body recovery because those that sudden storm came in and, you know, swamped the boat and somebody didn't make it, right? So we live in a time of sudden storms, don't we? Oh, yeah, I kind of think we do. I kind of think we do. You know, it doesn't always have to be right there because there were other times when, like, if you, are, there's people who love, there are people who love those slot canyons in Utah and they go exploring those deep, narrow canyons and their beautiful walls. But there can be a thunderstorm 30 miles away. They don't even know what happened. It's bright sunshine where they are. And all of a sudden they can be caught off guard with water rushing into that canyon, right? So they got to pay attention to what's coming. And likewise, I can remember one specific time where we were called out to this uh, reservoir called Brown's Lake. Beautiful place, ringed by mountains. And what happened is there was a really, a, a gully washer thunderstorm way back up in the mountains. People who were camped around the lake or people who lived downstream from the lake and so forth had no idea that this, what the storm was doing. And out of nowhere, there came this wall of water so... So powerful that it completely washed out the dam and destroyed the road, destroyed access, messed up a bunch. And so we were called in to do all the things that you do when you're called in. The point is that those, that storm arose somewhere completely beyond our awareness, but its effects hit us. That ever happened to you? Well, of course it has, or your family. Changes in the economy, whatever else. So, <laughs> people sometimes make a little fun at fun of me because I'm I I do my level best to be prepared. In the back of our vehicle, are <laughs> things for the winter that you would you're going what what you taking up half the back of your car with being prepared that's, for stuff that only happens in Montana. Well, we go over. We've been over the pass, Donner Pass, and we've been over the passes east that were, I mean, horrible conditions. Anybody else? Where you very well could have run off the road, gotten stuck, and you very well could have gotten stranded and all those kinds of things. And so I was taught my whole life to be prepared. And I was my behavior was so good I didn't even survive in the Boy Scouts because they thought I was a little, Anyway. But the, that may be the Boy Scout model, but it was—it's—it's a—it's a Western thing, right? It, you know, most of you probably have jumper cables in your car, tow rope, tow chain, extra parts, tools. Well, if we live in Nevada, and if we don't do that, that's not wise. Just telling you. <laughs> so sometimes you just get get caught out, right? Sometimes you just find yourself suddenly in circumstances that are beyond the resources that you have. True? So, here's the thing. We started in 2019 bringing prophetic words about what the next year likely was going to hold and training for it, preparing for it. We've been doing that every year. We've prophesied... uh, kind of storms that are likely? That's why I think the Lord had us do it. And through that, we've also talked in depth about the opportunities that presents. Yes, there are storms, and yes, there are storms coming, and that's not doom and gloom. It's opportunity. For 2024, we'll be issuing, you know, this more formally and fully a bit later storms. There are going to be more new ones, but the bigger deal in 2024 may be the ripples and the repercussions of previous big storms and how we have handled them. For instance, COVID. When we went into 2020, who knew what COVID was going to be like and what the government was going to do and what the schools and the churches and and who knew what the pharmaceutical companies were going to do and who knew what the big organizations that are the bosses of all of this would do. And who, and, and, you know, there are going to be some repercussions from all that, right? But there also have been repercussions of that to the economy, to family, to culture, to technology. Let me just briefly, because I spent hours at this, I did a whole bunch of research, and I'm not going to quote you all these statistics, but it's stunning. Since 2019, what has gone on in the area of illnesses? Just this morning, there are people in this room and in their immediate families who are navigating ferocious storms physically. And it's a, it's, it's a notable to me how many of these involve vital organs, brain, heart, kidneys, blood systems. There are several people absent today who, um, it's just upper respiratory sinus stuff that kind of gets really pretty nasty and a cough that goes along with it. We have a friend, most of you know him, who's actually been in the hospital, the ICU with this, who's normally a very healthy guy. So it's not, do you see what I'm saying? There's, Illnesses have changed in the last 4 years. Did you notice that? Hundreds of thousands of families since 2019 I looked up the statistics have undergone separation and divorce and or encountered big stress. There's been a church quake. Tens of thousands of churches and ministries have closed or left denominations since 2019. In the U.S. alone, there are statistics out there that are easy to find. In the United Methodist Church denomination, 6,300 churches have left that denomination alone and gone out and left because of division over doctrine. Since 2019, hundreds of leaders have fallen or deconstructed or left the faith or been kicked out of the churches and ministries they started including many very pro- high profile leaders and highly and and highly admired leaders and respected leaders covid and the world's response to it have altered the world our families our children our businesses and schools in ways that will affect generations to come it is very easy to find information on the rapid and incredible change in business and commerce since 2019. Several government agencies and other national entities track it. it, it it's, it's easy to find, and it's nothing short of stunning. We've all weathered this. We're in a different world completely than we were four years ago. The 2020 election and its aftermath we we're a, were a civics quake, an earthquake to our civics. It wasn't a surprise. We prophesied it would be in the fall of 2019. We prophesied what the election was likely to bring and what the outcome would then be. Aftershocks from that continue to reverberate, shaking the very structures upon which our federal, state, and local government hangs. There's an ongoing massive trust quake that's developed in the last four years. Trust in the executive branch, trust in the Congress, and now even trust in the Supreme Court have been massively undermined. Trust in the CDC, the World Health Organization, and more. all These really, really important and influential organizations that are supposed to look after all of us. Who trusts those anymore? Trust in... Catholic and Protestant churches and ministries has significantly eroded, while at the same time the occult and the offbeat and the cultish have expanded and have thrived in the last four years. Satanism is at an all-time level. The person who trusts corporations and big businesses or the media is very, very hard to find. Do you know anyone who trusts the big companies and the media? Finally, for today, I want to mention the tech quake. That's the field I came out of. The rise of the technocracy is simply beyond belief. Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Meta, TikTok, Apple, Microsoft, Google, Amazon, and many more have invested beyond the extraordinary in shifting their entire business models in the last four years toward massive consolidation and zealous monopolistic behavior. Virtual this, virtual that, anything and everything outside of true, authentic, personal relationship. Here's the thing. Because of my background, I, this is something I deeply know. The fact that highly evolved artificial intelligence lacking any standards, protocols, oversight, or enforcement is now upon us and utterly beyond any real control may well prove to have the most profound effect on humans and civilization since the invention of the wheel. I'm telling you that straight up. Much of it with awful consequences. And yet, you and me, here we are. Here we are. God knew that. God knows that. As extraordinary, maybe even ridiculous as it sounds, that's on purpose he knew it. I'm here. You're here. Because we're supposed to be. Now, it's no accident. Today, I'm going to do my level best to help God better prepare a people, people who is awake, aware, and activated to not just navigate these waters, but to capitalize on the massive opportunities ahead as a Christ follower. Here's one way I can help you become prepared take a tradition hundreds of years old and invite you to righteously adapt a worldwide spiritual atmosphere and prepare. If I knew what I knew then, now, if I knew then what I know now, well, I'm glad I didn't. I do know God is good. I do know God is sovereign. And I do know God knows the end from the beginning. So once again, I'm going to show you this one slide, and I'm going to talk about we're going to key on Advent in a different way. More and more in 2024. That's kind of been my watchword. More and more in 2024. Advent this year, let's adapt it. Let's expectantly wait, and let's prophetically activate. Let's prepare for 2024. So the four sundays of advent this year go look it up on the on the web i don't have time to tell you all about what advent traditions are but this year we're focusing on it from the sense of becoming more aware of the presence of jesus the presence of jesus that will be needed and how to accomplish that today because last week we had a special speaker we didn't cover hope, so today I'm going to. The message is entitled "Hope Peace." We're going to cover both very, very quickly. I've been using so far this morning metaphors of water and storms. I want to encourage you to do something here. This sidetrack. The messages that were brought in this church on November twelfth, November twenty, November twelfth, nineteenth, and twenty sixth. Um. would serve you very well if you got to the joychurch.life website or you go to our Spotify podcast site. You can hear those recordings, and I highly recommend that you do. It will will be phenomenally good on its own and also outstanding background for this. So we're going to turn our gaze and pursue the good ways of God's kingdom. Let's put up the uh, next slide, please. There's the title slide. So I've been using uh, metaphors of water and storms frequently, and I'll do so again today. I want to cover hope first. We're going to cover uh, Mark chapter 6, verses 45 through 52, and we're going to do that in one minute and 31 seconds. Are you ready? Because we're going to play a quick video on hope. So let's diagnose. How did the disciples become so scared and lose hope? How did it happen? They're looking at the storm. They took their eyes off Jesus. They lost faith. They, so, in other words, uh, the biggest leak in the boat was hope. Hope leaked out, didn't it? Isn't that true? So, the fact that Jesus calmed, one translation says the wind and the waves, and the other one says waves and the wind, He did both. That was the second most important event. What was the first? They finally went, oh, Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) The first event was they made the choice to turn toward Jesus Christ, the Lord and King and Savior. The first choice is they went, oh, yeah, presence. He's right here. Let's just activate his presence and see what happens. I could end the message there, couldn't I? But we've got to talk about peace. I'm going to encourage you to do one thing, and that is the rest of this year, ask Holy, specific, Holy Spirit for specific direction for you to seek proximity and presence in 2024. There will be nothing more important in 2024 than the presence of God in your life. Okay, we're going to move into Advent peace. Once again, I'm going to let a video teach you these verses that come out of Luke. And that's the key to peace. You can row until you're worn to a frazzle. You can strategize. You can tactize. You can call in for help. You can take out bank loans. You can do anything and everything. You you can scream and shout and pray and all this kind of stuff. You can do everything. And the storm just will not subside and peace will not come. And the second that we stop relying on our own strength and our own talents and gifts and abilities and efforts and striving and step out the boat and reach, peace is at hand. When the disciples sought hope, they found out it was right there in the person of Christ. He's never not near. The same is true for the peace of God, but getting it is seldom a passive endeavor. Often, one has to abandon her own ways, his own thinking, their own self and nature. Finding God and taking his hand often requires thinking and action way beyond the intuitive and the natural, and yet. He's never not there. The rest of this year, expectantly wait and prophetically activate hope. Expectantly wait and prophetically activate peace. I'm going to take two more minutes and tell you some of the side story. You know when this happened? You know when those disciples panicked the way that they did? Minutes after they had helped Jesus serve Five thousand men with two with what is it five loaves and two fishes, right? Well, that means there was at least 15,000 people that they served. They saw the one of the biggest, most public miracles that Jesus ever performed. and not a short, not a long time thereafter, Jesus said, "'Get in the boat, I'll catch up with you. I need to go out somewhere alone and pray. Second, did you see that guy standing on the shore? You know who he was? He was a spy, a highly placed spy, a very influential and a very, hmm. how do I call it? He was a very, very dark individual who was a high official undercover in the Roman Empire. The conquering, dominating, oppressing world that completely ruled the churchgoers. He saw Jesus before the disciples did. He followed them around because he spied on them constantly because he couldn't figure out what was going on. I'm telling you to the extent that we walk in his peace and find his hope and model it and live it out in our marriages and in our personal lives and in our families and in our workplaces, they're watching. They're watching. And you know what else? It spreads and we begin to wake up. We begin to wake the culture up on love, on forgiveness, on acceptance, on what's right and what's wrong, what's integrity and what's not. The Holy Spirit does it, but he needs us as his agents. Without God, we can't. Without us, he won't. In 2024, that's our assignment. Be the people of hope to be the people of peace, and in the coming two weeks, the people of joy and the people of love. The testimony of those we most admire reflects a belief and a lifestyle in ways large, small, and many. They bet everything on Jesus, on who he says he is, on and what he's like, and what he thinks of them. They bet everything on that. Now listen, my own testimony And my own life example may pale in comparison to all that. But this is where I ended up years ago. I bet the farm. No plan B. No net on Jesus. It has worked out incredibly well. Even though by the world's definitions, it looks sketchy for us at times. Really sketchy. He's never not there. Listen, I can sum all of this up. How did I do it? How do we do it? How do you do it? How did anybody who you really truly admire in the Bible or in real life, whoever your heroes are, I'll tell you how they did it. They just believed Jesus. They believed what he said. Would you like to know what Jesus said? Here it is. The book of John. One of the reasons we tell people or advise people to read that book first is you really find out who Jesus is and what he's really like. What does it mean that I am the bread of life? What does it mean that I'm the light of the world? What does it mean that I'm the door of the sheep? What does it mean that I'm the... He is the person of Jesus the Christ, Savior, Redeemer, Lord, King. Expectantly wait, prophetically activate. On the right side are four more statements of Jesus in the book of John. And the writer of Hebrews tells us very clearly he is the same. He's no different today than he was yesterday and will be forever. If there's one thing you can depend on, it's Jesus. He's real. It's not some metaphor or philosophy or concept. He's a person. He's the living expression of God. He's a mighty good boss. You say, oh, come on, John. I cannot be simply... It just can't be that simple, that surrendering more and more to God and prioritizing, chasing chasing the presence of God or becoming a disciple more and more. (laughs) What? Is that really what you're telling us? And I'm telling you 100% absolutely yes. Please, with me, with us, turn your attention and your priority to discovering for the first time or more deeply, who is God? What is he really like? What does he think of me? Or, said another way, what's the story? What's the story here? Why does it matter? And what's my part in it? 2024? Oh, is it a year where opportunity is rich for people searching and seeking? We've already planned Tons of ways to support you in your efforts. 2024 will be a year in which those things I said will become a profoundly good choice. So it's time for table time. Before I put up that slide, I want to thank Dwayne and Angela, Angelina, probably more Angelina than Dwayne, I'm guessing, but I don't know. Okay, 50 50. In the kitchen right now, awaiting you, are two uh, tureens of soup. One is pasta fagiol, fagiol soup, and the other one is pasta fagiol soup without the pasta. So I guess we'll call it fagiol, whatever fagiol means. There's also hmm, bean. Oh, awesome! Um, and there's bread and there's dessert. So. Be ready for that. Lord, we thank you for our food. We thank you so much for Dwayne and Angelina. And uh, we ask you to bless our time together at the tables and then go eat. Remember at noon to go pick up the children. And here comes your table time assignment. It's going to be a challenge. If you don't get all three of these done, awesome. And if you continue them after, that's awesome too. One person at your table, just one. Briefly share one testimony of a storm and how Jesus came through for you. That's not a story about you, it's a story about the situation and the story about Jesus. Okay? That's a testimony. And or when 2024 storms come and they will, what will be your top go-to method or way or path to realign with Jesus and his hope and his peace? Where do you find what's your best share with your tablemates ways in which When you find yourself in the boat rowing like crazy and realizing you're beyond hope and peace. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's Jesus. How do you, how do you do that? How do you accomplish it? And then lastly, ask, and these, these are things you can take home and work on individually too. ask Holy Spirit for a word that will encourage people and, or build them up and, or bring them comfort now. And in 2024, share it with your table mates. Now, it's sensory when you hear from the Holy Spirit, you may hear you may hear it by audible words. you may hear it by a picture or a vision. you may hear it by a color. you may hear it you may sense what the Holy Spirit's saying through an aroma. so any of those are perfectly valid. Just at your table, ask Holy Spirit, stop and just whatever comes, share it. Make sense, Okay, Lord. Be present in our tables. Guide our discussion. Thanks again for joining us on Joy Church Podcasts. We want to personally invite you to our Sunday services at 1030 a.m. held at 4120 Highway 50A in Fernley, Nevada. To find out more about the joy life, be sure to visit www.joychurch.life. See you Sunday.